0: Stand up, thank you so much for having me what a great podcast
1: thank you so much for having me i love
0: you guys you and Trongo.
2: Hello and welcome to another episode of Welcome to the Bay. I'm Tori and today I have the whole team with me to answer some questions that you sent in for us. Lucas, Nikki and Sarah, thank you for being here. How are you all doing?
3: Hello, hello. I am very good. It's great to have the whole gang together.
1: Yeah, first time. Yes, how exciting. I can't wait to do tonight's F. It's going to be great.
0: Well, uh, I'm going to move because the dogs are barking. (laughs) Um, (laughs) we've got some dogs here as well (laughs) yeah some special guests that's today's special guest
3: surprise guests
2: um so we're going to start off on a bit of a morbid note today um because our first question is which home and away death did you feel was the saddest
3: well um it's pretty obvious what i'm going to say i'm going to say (laughs) cat because she was my favorite she was probably the first favorite i ever had and I was, I think I was, God, it would have been six years ago now. So um, I would have been only 10. And as a 10-year-old, you don't know, like, can't control your emotions. And it was the first <laughs> char- fictional character that I loved. And so I would just bawl my eyes out for days over that. And I think it was actually really well done with, um, in terms of the writing and the acting and stuff. So, uh, yeah, that was the saddest one that hit me.
1: Yeah, that was really emotional. Um, For me, oh, my gosh, there's been so many emotional deaths. I think the one that really got me was last year, Adi's death. That was really emotional to watch. And I was, like, flooding with tears through that whole episode. And I think the Maori culture is absolutely beautiful to learn about. And I think all the actors did an amazing job on that one. And, I oh, it was very emotional. So, yeah, definitely. Like I said, there's been a lot of emotional deaths throughout the years. But, yeah, that one really was very emotional to watch.
0: Um. I want to say Charlie, but I mean I was sad. I feel like I don't know, maybe rubble. Like I don't really like rubble, but like the aftermath of that, um, was a bit like bloody hell. Um, and husband, like the whole thing with after that. I didn't really cry when he died, but it was like the aftermath. That was where, awesome. yeah yeah, yeah
2: the after-, after that one was just it was so, so well written and acted by Sam and mm. everyone involved mm. um yeah for me mine was Belle um like Lucas I was quite young when Belle um died of c- cancer and I'd never watched a cancer storyline before and it was it just hit pretty hard yeah. um the whole thing so that's definitely mine um sticking on the subject of death if you could write a death of a past or present character which character would you choose and what would their depth be?
3: Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> well, personally, I would, kill, I would kill Tane. And the reason I'd kill Tane is because there is a lot of people in the Bay who care about him. Mm-hmm. And so it would be great to see all the repercussions on everyone in the Bay and how it's affected them. How he would die, however, I have no idea. Knowing him, he would probably die the hero. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that he dies saving somebody from being shot.
1: Good one. Yeah. Uh oh gosh, that is an interesting question. Um probably I think like like Lucas said as well, um, it has to like especially because there's so many characters in the bay that I cared like cared about, and I think that um I think a de- another emotional death, um, oh, gosh, that's a really hard one. I think.
3: Don't say out.
1: No, <laughs> no, no. No, no way. No. <laughs> no, no way. Um, I think, uh, what, I hope it doesn't happen, but um, Cash would be a really another emotional death, I think, um, especially because uh, he means so much to Felicity and I think, you know, um, and it would be like a really remote because he had a near death experience last year, which was very um, emotional to watch when he got shot. And I think that would be, I think that would be a really emotional death because he's especially for Flick as well and how she deals with it. Um, how he would um, die, maybe, um, which I hope doesn't happen, but like maybe an explosion or something that that would be very intense or something. Yeah, and it's hard to
0: pick, but I think yeah, that would be an emotional one. Um, I was actually going to say Alf. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no, All else, I feel like when I'll flee bay, it's going to feel like he's died anyway because yeah. like he's been in it from yeah. the start it's, um,
2: yeah, it's the only way really um, for him to go isn't it? Otherwise it just won't make sense
0: Yeah mm. and I think people are going to be upset I so I think if they were to kill her off and, like, maybe we had a heart attack or something. um. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't going to pick Alf, I don't know, I would probably pick, like, Eden, because it's really an iron. <laughs> um, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. i'll uh, maybe, because, like, I just... Mm-hmm. He's an absolute pig. Like... <laughs> 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 and... The MT would, like... Oh, look at die together! Like the uh, <laughs> car crash. <and>
3: <laughs> Their musical well, instruments could blow up. Could
2: well, that would certainly be interesting. Um, for me, I was going to say Nico should have gone out in a better way, um, a more interesting way. So I wanted a who done it with him. Um, years ago, Hollyoaks did this storyline where they showed the depth six months before it, we found out who did it. Um, so they did like a flash forward. So we saw the flash forward of the death, but we didn't know who killed the um, character. So I'd like something like that where it keeps you guessing for ages as to who actually did it. Oh, that That would be
3: cool. Mm, Um, cool.
2: Yeah, so on a cheerier note now, we've already had quite a lot of storylines happening this year on the show. Which character has been your favourite of 2023 so far? Which one has really stood out to you?
3: Well, there's a couple. Um, first of all, Kirby, because she has been a queen embrace- embracing on her own journey. So I'd love to see that. But also, John, because the man is so funny. Like, he just brings such a cheery yep. energy to the bay. I absolutely love, love it. John. And that, yes, that mm. promo as well that we saw the other day, when I think it's going to, it probably already aired by the time this goes out, but um, when he gets... Drunk or something, and he has a hangover that looks like it's going to be hilarious. So, he brings a really fun energy, especially this year. He's had a lot of funny storylines, so I really love that about him. And he deserves some more appreciation, definitely.
1: Yeah, yes, yes. I love how he's getting more scenes too, like an amazing underrated character getting more scenes. So good. <laughs> um, <laughs> Probably my favourite character for this year. I mean, obviously, I love Felicity. She's been through so much, and I think Jacqueline is such an, an amazing actress for all these storylines that she's been through. And, yeah, so definitely Flick for me. And also Kirby as well. I really love how she's embarked on her own journey, and, you know, she's if something's wrong or if, if she, you know, she'll just always bring it up and put someone in their place. So I really love how she's that strong woman, a, a woman power. I like that.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love Kirby here. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Probably Felicity again. And then Mackenzie. I mean, I only really pay attention for them too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do the stuff for Kirby. I do like it. But I think if she could have a solo career without having, like, Forrest, it would be a lot better because yeah. I think we just got to, like, just try and kind of control Kirby, and I think I'll school, like, but I don't know what the appropriate word is. Um, I think it's gonna go tits off really. Um, I mean, hopefully not. Um, because I think she would be really good, like, with a solo career. Um, mm. so I think length Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Lyric of
2: getting a bit toxic now it's time for her to go up on her own and do her own thing um for me felicity has definitely stood out this year um obviously she's been given a lot of storylines and had a lot of screen time which she completely deserves um and my other one is going to be predictable but brie um <laughs> the last few weeks we've finally seen a different side to her she's been fun she's been dancing around she's been enjoying life for the first time since she was on screen so that's been a highlight for me this year um, looking back on the previous years, which year of the show would you say has been your favourite?
3: Oh, well, there is there's a few. Um, really enjoyed. I rewatched 2014 last year. Um, that was a really good year, as well as 2016, 2018, 2019. So anywhere in there, I've really enjoyed. And I think the reason why I enjoyed it so much was because of how good some of the stories were written. And, um, yeah, I just, I, d- I wouldn't say it's gone downhill. I just think they have probably changed their style a bit. But I really enjoyed all those stories during those years. And they had great characters too. And they had a wide range of characters. They had the school kids, they had the seniors. And it was really fun to watch as a whole year. Like, there was no boring bits as a whole year. It was um, really enjoyable.
1: Yeah, I would wish they'd bring some of their high back. I really do miss those storylines. Yeah. Um... Yeah for me I uh, definitely uh, last year was a strong one 2022 that was a, a really strong year we had a lot of like storylines from beginning to end um past year I have re- I loved um as well as like I said 2014 that was a really good year and I think even 2019 too when we had that big cleft hanger, um, the hostage one, that was really intense and I think every storyline just kept getting better and better so it was like really intriguing and then of course Colby and Chelsea's wedding was a highlight at the end of 2018 and then we had Bella as well so it's so cool because like so many like characters coming in in um, in those years so I think that's those are the years that were really a standout and I think it just keeps getting better and better and you know but yeah I do miss those. Some of their high storylines. I wish that they, would you know, bring them back. Hopefully, in the future, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think like the back sort of the back end of 2018 to like 2020 was really good because, um, obviously we had like the whole thing with Corby's dad, and then we had like Sam and Bella killed to the bay, and then we had like little Bella stuff, and then we had like rubble and. The other one who died, um, and the hostage thing, and then, but let say like, I feel like you know after like we all left twenty twenty one, and then I feel like last year I think because because not many people left, I feel like they haven't really had the chance to sort of like replace any of the characters that have left, and yeah. I think that's kind of sort of. To a gold, a lot this year. Like, I don't think Felicity would have had as many storylines as I had, ha- has had, if we hadn't got like, we lost like seven eight characters, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and I haven't really been replaced, so I think this year they've kind of the storylines have still been good, but I think it would have been interesting to see if like Jackie. Had been given all them storylines if, like, someone else was still there. And then, but then before 2018, I would probably say, like, I sort of really liked between sort of 2009, 2012. I feel like back then, comparing it to now, there was like that many characters that you didn't feel like people were in your face if you get Rameen because there was yeah. just so many characters to like, get around. Yeah,
2: I'm going to go opposite Sarah on this one because I really didn't enjoy the 2009 to 2012 yeah. era and I actually stopped watching because it was so Braxton focused and I couldn't bear it anymore so I stopped watching and then I got, it was only 2021 that I got really hooked on the show um, I don't even remember what happened in 2021, but it was obviously a good enough year to get me interested. <laughs> so I'm going to go with 2021. <laughs> um, last year I did enjoy as well. This year it's, it's been a little slower, but the years with the carts changes always tend to be like that. So I think I think we're on to a good year next year once the carts mm. kind of get more settled and the characters are more settled and we know more about them and everything. Now, obviously, we've discussed before how we'd like some LGBT representation on the show. So which current character would you like to see have a sexuality or gender-related storyline?
3: Hmm. I think we, we, we had Willex, So that was some female representation. And I think now we need some male representation. And I think they should do that through Theo and i'll say that because he is a young man early 20s and from the sounds like of his past and what we know about his past he hasn't really had many partners except for kirby and chloe actually he probably has but um i think he he's in that time of his life where he can explore um his sexuality like like what willow did so if a man kissed him He's at that age where he could explore it. And he, honestly, he could have chemistry with boys as well. So I'd really like to see Theo do it. Who I'd pair him with, I don't know. Perhaps they should bring in a new character. But I think he's probably got the most potential to go down an avenue
1: like that. Yeah, that's that would be interesting to see. I, I agree. Um, I'd also, I'd probably like to see as well, Kirby, because like I said, I think I've mentioned it before. Uh, uh, she has so much chemistry with a lot of female characters on the show and I love seeing her friendships expand and, you know, so I, I wouldn't mind seeing Kirby like explore that a bit because she's doing her solo career now. So like, I think as well, you know, it'd be so interesting to have her as well go down like that storyline. Like, um, Lucas, I don't know who I'd pair her with because she has so much chemistry with so many females, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I just love it. I just love seeing her have, and I love seeing female friendships on the show, and a lot more friendships, like especially male friendships as well. And I think it's really cool that we can see more friendships on the show. But yeah, I think definitely it would be interesting for Kirby to have one too.
0: Yeah, I would probably go Theo if we were gonna do like the male side. Um, I think he's probably got like, like I mean, like Lucas said, like I think about anyone, it would probably make more sense for Theo. Perfect flow. I think I don't know if it would be the right kind of storyline for Xander, and yeah, I just don't think anyone should have to put up for Remy. And like all the other boys are like old apart from Ethan, I mean, Tate, Tani. And um, I mean, it would be funny if John, like, randomly came out and was gay. Um, (laughs) that would be quite the storyline it's one of those storylines but I think like say if we were to going to do it with you I don't think there's probably anyone I would pair them with and what what, would worry big is I think we're going to have someone that's sort of long term where obviously you know how I feel about it, but mm. it's kind of like now landing gone, like like kinda of forgot about where I think if we were to have like someone who was on the show for say like three years so like someone who comes in on a three year contract for them and then I think like that's the only way people are gonna get sort of used to the idea of okay this like gay people and that kind of thing, because everything Home and Away have done with that kind of stuff, it's only really, really short time, and then people afterwards have just kind of forgot about it.
2: I'm actually getting vibes between Xander and Molly at the moment, they're always together, and I just think oh, I yeah. love the I idea of that. friendship. That- where neither of them know that they're into men or into women for the women i love the idea of them just having a friendship and then it developing into something more and it just being really unexpected yeah we don't see it coming so i kind of getting those vibes from them but again with kirby and literally any woman she has chemistry Mm. with all of the female characters but yeah felicity would be a good call um as well like jackie has chemistry with everyone we already know that she can play that kind of character. She's done it before. And yeah. she had great chemistry on Neighbours with April. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that would be cool to see. Um, we've had a massive storyline with Felicity this year, which I know we've all enjoyed watching. But would you say you prefer happier, lighter scenes or do you prefer the sadder, more emotional scenes?
3: Well, this this is a really tough question because they both have their perks. Like, with the sad scenes, you can see... Um, how well some of the actors can act. But then with the, the happier, lighter scenes, it's so nice because Summer Bay is always gloomy. There's always something that's bringing someone down. So sometimes it's nice to have those happier, lighter scenes. So I'm going to say i rather watch those happier, lighter scenes just because we're usually inundated with all these miserable storylines, marriages, breaking up, miscarriages, all these things. And so once in a while, like what I said earlier, John, he brings all this like light and fluffiness. Like I just think he's like a fluffy cloud of sunshine. <laughs> and it's yeah. so nice. It's so nice to uh, see them. So I'll say the light, lighter things because they bring such a happy vibe to a gloomy bay.
1: Well said. <laughs> yeah I agree. Uh, I think as well because the uh, there's always like a bit like a between that you sometimes have if you want to see more of the happy scenes or if you want to see more of the sad scenes. So I think the emotional storylines have a really good message and like they have an important message to show to a lot of the a lot of us audiences as well and we learn a lot of things when we when they do show these important storylines. So I think that they're as well as they're important to show, I do also really love seeing the happier ones. I think that everyone deserves happiness. And, you know, it's been, it's been such a full on year for all the characters, especially Felicity. So I'm really glad that this getting, giving her some more happier scenes this, this week. This week, we haven't seen Fleek yet, but um, I'm, well, when this episode comes out, hopefully we do. And it's nice to see her really happy. And, you know, and I think that it's just, yeah, I think I would prefer, um, as much as I love seeing like those emotional, um, Scenes. I really think that it, we just need some happiness. I think every once in a while. So I hope that there's some more happy storylines coming up.
0: <laughs> um, I think it depends on the character for me because, so, fundamentally, like I want to be happy, because she actually does the sad stuff really, really well. And like obviously in the show currently, obviously I obviously love Mac, and I think because Mackenzie has all already had a lot of sad stuff. I think that's why I think they put it on Flick. And I don't know if I would, like, sort of trust anyone apart from them, too, with the really deep, heavy stuff. And this is going to sound really grim. But when I, like, edit, I prefer to edit sad stuff, because, I don't know, I just... No, yeah, i don't like, it. <laughs> like... it, yeah. I know, I think, get like... But like the sad stuff, ah, the only reason I like it is because, like, if I was struggling with my emotions and it, I'm like, right, I'm gonna watch her cry and we're gonna just gonna help her cry, um. But then like the happiest stuff, like again, I think it depends on the character because, like, Saint John, like obviously, he's dead, happy and. Like, to lally and stuff. And then, I think, Bray, although she's done the sad stuff really, really well, like, mm. it's really good to her happier. And I think she's too better But, uh, um, I mean, she does do both really well. So, I think I have to make 75%, like, I like the sad stuff because, I don't know, not the fact that I like seeing people upset, just, yeah. as I say, like, I do think it does depend on the character, I no, because, like, say, if, like, these storylines were done, like, Felicity, Felicity has done, were done by, say, roles or, like, even, I don't think, like, would have, I don't know what the word is, it would have been, like, like yeah, I'm really sad, but I would have felt it. I with like financially, like mm-hmm. you really feel it. So yeah, um, I do like the happy little, but I do really like the sad stuff.
2: Yeah, I'm with I'm with you on that one. I think I again I like the happier stuff. It has to be there. You can't have one without the other. But at the end of the day, I watch Home in a way because I like the they're really good at the emotional stuff. Yeah. They're really good at the mental health. Um, storylines, the depth storylines and the aftermaths, so I think without that, it would kind of be Neighbours, Neighbours is a cheerier show, I think if people just want to watch cheery scenes, they go watch Neighbours Go over there (laughs) They just seem to sit in the cafe talking about sandwiches all the time, but maybe I've just been
0: (laughs) watching the wrong scene
2: (laughs) So I think, yeah for the darker scenes, I think Home and Away is the best show to watch for that, and they just handled them really well, so that would be my choice. But, again, you can't have one without the other. Um, oh, interesting question next. If you could get a job on Home and Away or a similar show, whether as an actor or somebody backstage, which job would you choose?
3: It would be great to be an actor, but I honestly think I'd prefer to be some sort of writer so I could have control over who the characters were, what they were like, what they were doing, because you know i think i would have confidence in my abilities to make a really good show so i reckon i'd be a writer just so i could like have the control over what's going to happen and write some like juicy stories and stuff
2: so like a storyliner kind of that oversees yeah. the whole process of the
1: well, storylines yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Uh, that's a really interesting question. I'd probably because I really love editing. I'd probably say I'd love to be like an editor behind the scenes kind of thing. I think that um, because I share so much love for for it, I think definitely it'd just be fun, you know, to because how um the editors put everything all together, like a lot of footage of, of like the whole home and away episodes, like good on them how they do it. The writers, the crew, the cast, are all brilliant. Mm. So- yeah,
0: I wouldn't mind. I'd I'd would, would not mind to be an editor and I do the behind the scenes stuff. That'd be cool. For me, I think I would have to be like a
3: cleaner because <laughs> <laughs> they're they're important. Yeah. They're needed.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, um the cleaner because like, I don't really have to deal with anyone and I can just pay and my own up of a cleaner away. And avoid anyone.
2: <laughs> We'll all come up by and say, Hi Cleaner, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I studied T V productions. So this is a hard one for me to actually pick a specific role that I want because I want all of them. I would happily do all of them at the same time, except the filming. I'll leave that to the yeah. people who know how to do that because that's not for me. Um I guess probably a right to like Lucas. I think i like editing like promos and stuff but if i was editing the actual show when i was doing that at uni it was a bit tedious um so i don't think that's for me so yeah it'd be fun to be a writer for the show that kind of thing um kind of playing out the conversations between the characters and hopefully getting a little bit of an idea of which characters we can put together because obviously we're not happy with all the ships that are on the show at the moment So, the cast seem to be filming the the December season finale at the moment. Do you have any predictions for what we might see?
3: Well, the pictures that I've seen that, um, because usually it's about now, maybe a month or so ago, that they would have been filming for it. And back then we saw a few pictures of the cast all dressed up in some fancy outfits. So I'm thinking we're going to see something, um, something maybe like, that black tie event that was last year or the year before, I can't remember. I think it was the year before 2021. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. we'll see. Yeah. We'll, I think we'll see something like that. And then knowing home and away, something will probably go wrong, but I kind of hope they don't like copy that storyline. Cause they've been doing a lot of copying of storylines lately. Um, <laughs> but but um, yeah, I definitely think there's going to be some sort of big event going on. Um, maybe a wedding but I'm not really sure who would get married um but yeah. I think there's going to be a big event and then something will go completely wrong
1: yeah no knowing the finales we always have to have something big <laughs> um yeah <laughs> um that's interesting I was actually thinking because I've seen some of the photos as well thinking like maybe an award ceremony of something like one maybe one of the characters have won an award and they're celebrating um... a big event I don't know I was just thinking about it and I'm like we haven't had I don't think we've had an awards ceremony in a while. I can't remember if they, the last time we had something big like that. So um, I think maybe it was the Black Tie event back in 2021 with Martha and Elf. But um, yeah, I was just thinking, I was like, oh, maybe it's an awards event or, you know, celebrating something that someone has done or that something's happened, like an anniversary or something. So I don't know. I was just thinking something like that.
0: I think if we are going to go off like pictures that are going around, um, if like, not happening until the season finale. Um, so, look, a little spoiler for today. Um, John was asking Mackenzie, like, what you could do to, like, bond. I don't know how we means by, like, bond or who, but anyway, it's because she said that um, she could, like, maybe try and get, like, a... Um, like a guest, like a singer or something. So mm. if my prediction is that this thing is gonna be like a like a bond and thing because I think Kirby and Theo were playing and then mm. I think I think maybe like a bomb or maybe like a I think of like maybe I like a bomb go off or maybe I might have like a hostage Hostage, hostage, um, then because like i have literally just done the gas then, so it would be a bit stupid to like repeat that so quick. So I think maybe if that has anything to do with the finale then, unless someone to get kidnapped, held hostage, or a bomb go off.
2: Mm, we did have the bomb a couple of months ago, so I kind of hope that we don't have that again. Um. But my only thing to say on the season finale is that I really hope we get a few deaths because it's been like so long since we've had something that's actually killed loads of people at once. Someone
3: needs to die.
2: Yeah, and it needs to be more than one person just to really rock literally every character out there. But yeah, not Alf. I'm not asking for Alf to die, (laughs) but somebody else. And there was a rumour put out today that Tane and Dana could end up together. Can you see that's happening and how do you think it would play out?
3: Oh, well... Nikki's shaking I, her head there. <laughs> yeah. No, Nikki's not happy. She's not happy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, look, um, I'm sure... To be honest, I'm sure that Tane and Flick will find their way back to each other. They have in the past... Um, but this time it could be a bit more serious, and they might have to build bigger bridges to get over the problem. I reckon, I reckon Tane will probably have an affair um, with Dana. I think yeah, initially I she'll she'll probably instigate it, and then Tane will like fall into it. Like, mm. I just yeah. So I reckon it'll be an affair, but I'm sure they'll find their way back to each other.
1: Yeah, I think it's actually a shame. Like I, I think as well because it's like it's and name Felicity, that they should be in game. That's just me. Yeah. <laughs> um, They're it's it's such a be- um, beautiful couple, and they've been through heaps together since 2021. So I think it, it would be a shame if all that was thrown away. And I don't want it to be a repeat of what happened with Brody and Ziggy because they made such a sweet couple, and I'm spewing that things ended the way they did. So I really hope that, like Lucas said as well, they always do find their way back to each other and. Um. Yeah, I just. I hope it's not true. Like, I'm just praying. I'm like, please don't be true. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that I don't know. I think Tane and Felicity are just. I don't see Tane with anyone else, to be honest. Neither, and neither do I for Flick, because I think they're just so well suited together, and they make a perfect fit. And they're married now, so it's like I really hope it doesn't happen. So I hope they just stay together and overcome what what's next and what happens, because I think that it'll just be a shame if they ended.
0: I think like what Nikki said and I think it would the only reason that I could think it would break up is like maybe if Tani can't cope with everything anymore but then at the same time before him and and Felicity got together you kind of knew the kind of person that Felicity was like for me like be like, I think if, like, all the stuff that happened before we got together didn't happen, then, okay, fair enough. But I think Tani already knew the type of person that Felicity was. And, you know, I think, I don't want to use this word, it, but I think Felicity, like, because of all the trauma that she's already had, like, especially, like, around men and continue to be around, sort of, men, then I think if he was to, like, leave her because of the way she is, I think that would just, I don't know, like, it would be kind of cruel in a way, and I think if he was to ever leave Felicity for the type of person she was, then i think she should just turn lesbian and, like, go after <laughs> women, because I think, like, I don't know, like, I don't want him to break up but like I know it must it must be hard for him. Before the grandmarry he knew everything like he was getting himself home for and I know them women love expected all the stuff to happen but maybe I do someone it's gonna be the better or worse so I just hope like if they do ever break up it's for a good reason and not like a really like poor reason. Um, I don't think I would want him to Hello, with her though. I don't know, the go from Felicity to her.
2: Yeah, I'm actually quite torn on this one because they are my favourite couple on the show. But at the same time, I kind of like change in a soap. And I think Felicity carries Tani's character at the moment. He doesn't mm. have a character outside of that relationship really. He only ever interacts with Felicity Cash occasionally, Mackenzie, but that's on a good week. Um, So he kind of revolves around her. So I think it would kind of do him good to get away from her for a bit. And I would like to see her have a relationship with someone else for the reason that she's only ever been with him. So we don't know what she'd be like with someone else. And I think it brings out a lot in a character when you see them with different people um, instead of for their whole three, four year run. Being with the same person, Mm. I find that a bit boring. But like I say, I love them together. I would be upset if they weren't together anymore. But I think it'd be interesting in another way to see how they'd work apart. So back to our podcast now. We've had a lot of guests on it over the last, has it been a year and a bit now? Yeah, a year and a half nearly. Yeah. Wow. Which interview has been your favorite that you haven't been part of?
3: Well, for me, there's only two options. That was, oh my gosh, Rhiannon, Rhiannon Fish, and Laura, um, and I absolutely loved both of them. They they were really, really good job, really, really well done. Um, look, they were like I said, both fantastic. But I would, I really liked Rhiannon. I reckon she she seemed really fun, really happy um gave a lot in her answers and so did laura so they they were both really really good um but i think Rhiannon just edges out that slightly a bit more
2: yeah she was very honest with her answers as well um mm. she really told us what what we wanted here that we didn't yeah. know already that was really great yeah
1: that was such a good interview uh I think oh, all the guests have been amazing on on the podcast and I think that if there there's two I mean I love them all but there were two that really um stood out. I loved the interview with Juliet Goodwin. She was fantastic. I really enjoyed her interview and I think that it would have been so lovely to she's so she's got such a beautiful personality and I think that she would have just been so much fun and I as to like meet and interact with and I would have loved to be with that one too and I really enjoyed the interview a lot so it was a lot of fun and then also sophie dillman because she nice. she spoke really well about what she's what she went through on the show and what she's going through with endometriosis she shared yes. um she was so brave for sharing her story so yeah i would have loved to be on uh, to be on those two um i think there's
0: probably three for me um probably yeah, Claudia i think I mean, I was just happy that we got to speak to Juliet, but also <laughs> I think that in the interview was like really good. Um, and like I don't know, like I I mean, that's a really good fit. I feel like Juliet's voice could put you to sleep. Yeah, I can't you <laughs> so that. <laughs> so <soothing. laughs> and yeah. then, I agree. There's also saying like. Mm. Legend. When he got in, I wasn't on that one because, like, he's probably like, I want to say, like, eventually yeah, because he's been on the show that long, and I think he would have just been really funny to talk to. Him. And then mm-hmm. again, like, the Sophie, like, I hated it, Stiggy, but I think because Sophie's so popular, not even that, I just think, like, it would have been good to talk to her about, like, the Endo stuff because I think, like, that was, the stuff last she said was interesting, but I think it would have been good to hear, like, more about the Endo stuff. Um So then I've probably like, got top three that I haven't been on
2: fantastic yeah i just want to go back to the juliet comment a second and tell you that i did actually tell her that she has a really (laughs) soothing voice and i told her that if she ever goes out of acting then she should just do meditation videos because (laughs) i would listen to (laughs) them um for me i have two as well that kind of stand out though literally all our guests have been so nice and so good with us and just such good interviews, um, but firstly Sarah Roberts, we all love Sarah, she's just always really good with us, um, we've spoken to her a few times, but yeah, it was so nice of her to be willing to be interviewed for this, and I loved her interview, and obviously seeing Sarah interact with her again, that was great. Um, and the other one was more of a surprise to me, um, it was Nick who played Kyle Braxton, I really liked that interview, I just yeah. thought it was quite interesting and, yeah, he seemed great, so that would have been a great one to be on. And, finally, who is your dream podcast guest that we haven't had already?
3: Well, I I I have a few that I'd like to see. Um, number one, top, top priority would be none other than... Wait, let's see if you can guess. Can you, do you guys know who I'm going to oh. say?
2: Is it gonna be Pia or Paddy? I don't know.
3: Yes, Tori, you got it. It's Pia. Um I'd love to see Pia on. So Pia, if you're listening, you should come on. Um but also I would also I mean any of the current guys, you know, Emily, she'd be great to have on Jackie because well we all we've all seen what she's done. She's done an amazing job. Um but yeah, to be honest, I'd take anyone, Sam Frost never
1: know. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yes. That'll be awesome. Uh yeah, I have oh so many good ones. Oh goodness me, how can you pick? <laughs> um yeah. so many. Uh definitely Jackie. Uh uh I would also love to I'd love to see Rachel who played Olivia on um Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, she's such a brilliant actress and you know I'd love to see like her on here as well. Uh even uh Nicholas who plays Cash, I think that he would be another great person to interview and uh, t- I'll do my top four. <laughs> 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 That's great. <laughs> um my fourth one, oh goodness. Uh I'd love to actually see Steph who plays Eden. I'd love because I'd love to see. Um, I think it'd be interesting because she's got such a she's such a beautiful person. She's got a lovely singing voice as well. So I'd love to see if she's got like new music coming up or, you know. So I think she'd be really great to have on too.
0: Um, I think I would look current and cast. I'll go from my top tier, which is Emily and Chucky. Um, and I think like Chucky always seems like really hyper, but it's like on a camera um so i think that would be interesting to see how i would deal with that um i think past i mean obviously like L- on a half a willex would be good um and then obviously if i had to pick my favorite, then esther who played charlie would be good um i'm trying to think i mean i think maybe i think because she was so popular me I think realistically probably maybe um Dan who played Heath because like that was really popular back then and it would probably interest a lot of people. Um who else? <laughs> um I think it would be interesting again could he's so big and not like It'd be interesting to interview Paddy. Just, I would really want to know, like, how he copes before all of the stuff. Because, like, obviously, Sophie's just in an interview about, like, people keep asking her when she's going to get pregnant. And obviously, we know how it affects her. But also, how does it affect him? Because, obviously, I know, like, a girl it's harder like not hard, like harder because you know like she's got endo so there's like that extra sort of pressure but like I wonder if I ever get like them kind of comments the way Sophie like mm-hmm. I wonder if anyone like ever goes to him or like when are you gonna get Sophie Perklin or something would be interesting um, I mean I'm gonna really be of a Ruby because it's like all Lady Fans creeping out, but <laughs> um, and I think going up people that we've already done, it would be good to like do um Lisa who played Bianca because she was like April's sister and so um it would be good to get as it Piff Piff North East yeah, Pip, yeah, who yeah. played it easy? Yeah. Uh, like, like on a half of the twin, yeah, the whole cast. Like, Just anyone the who's whole on the yeah, show, <laughs> that's what Sarah's saying.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I'm, I'm gonna do
2: my top four and then a wild card on the end. Um, so in no particular order, firstly, Angelina, who is currently on the show, uh, yes, she's always bubbly, full of energy. Yes. Um. I just think she'd be fantastic to talk to and get some juicy information from the show Mm. Um. Secondly, Philippa, who Sarah already said, who played Evie. Evie was one of my favourite characters, so I would love to speak to her and have the insight from the other twin, since we Mm. already had um, Jake on here. And Sam Frost, obviously, everyone probably knows Jasmine was my first favourite character. I love Sam, so... I'd love to have Sam Frost on here. Um, and then Jackie. Obviously, we all want Jackie. Yes. <laughs> she doesn't want Jackie. <laughs> um, she's just such a star. We know she's going to do big things. So we want to get her while well, we can. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. <definitely.
2: laughs> yes. And talking of that, my wild card is, is up on that level. Um, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs>
3: yes. I forgot to yes. say that. I was going to say that at the end. I was gonna say Chris Hemsworth would be good because also like we could see like how the shows changed, like what it was like for him and what's mm. like for you guys.
2: Yeah, and I, I'm watching his years at the moment, kind of 2006 time, and the episodes mm. are so good. The storylines are just fantastic. So it's it's just so weird to see how how much he's grown and how famous he is now. So yeah, it would yeah. be great to see that insight from Home <laughs> and Away to known by everybody in the whole yeah. world. Yes. And that concludes our questions for today. Did you enjoy
1: yourselves?
3: Oh yes, I had a
1: blast. <laughs> oh, I had so much fun, <laughs> loved it, and so many great questions too.
2: Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us and we look forward to you listening to us on our next episode.
3: Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Thank you, everybody. Thank, Thank
0: you. you.
3: thank you so much for having me what a great podcast
1: thank you so much for having me i love you guys
0: you flame and throngo. welcome to the bay